there. I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, MK Elhamasi. You went to Georgia State University and you got a BA in business administration, finance and financial management services. And at the same time you were in school, when did you actually start working in the real estate sector and what were you doing and how did you get that job? I realized that I've always had something for scale. If this thing as an athlete doesn't work, what's big? So what's big? And I'm, I can see the, all these buildings. It, it's, uh, this is the honest conversation. I'm like, okay, so real estate sounds big, like really big. So why don't I try to do something there? And, then, and that's, that's what attracted me to real estate. And it's a team sport as well. I'm like, okay, so it, it's got all these attributes. Like you have to start from the bottom. You have to work every day. There's wins, there's losses. So that's what attracted me to. So, so I started to start, um, flip homes. I say, I'd say my junior year, I started to flip homes. I made no money. I lost so much money. After I graduated, I met up with Gerald Blonder, who was the, at the time called the Godfather of Apartments in Atlanta. And this is, this is what's so cool about the story is, is that I met him after I had literally given up. So here's a Muhammad in the U.S. giving up because nobody wants to talk to him after September 11th to be actually mentored by a very prominent Jewish developer in Atlanta. And I was like, that, that was just so cool. And uh, I was with him for years. Like he was my mentor, not just in business, business and life for like, I, I'd say seven years. He, he kind of shaped my life during that period. And how did you meet him? Internship. It was an internship. And how did you get the internship? I forced my way through. I was like at the brink. I'm like, you, you, you can't give up. And I heard so much about him. And I'm like, you know what? Thinking as an athlete, this is the win. This, this, this is a win. So if you go in as a Muhammad to meet Gerald and get Gerald to sign you today as an intern, that's kind of cool. So that, that's what I went for. So I went in, I did the full, you know, the, the, the best sales pitch I've ever done in any project or any business was to convince him to take me under his wings. So did you set up an appointment or did you just like show up one day? I showed up one day. No, I showed up many days. I showed up many, many, many days. Now, remember, this is, this is Atlanta. So a Muhammad showing up every day was like kind of weird. I was like, what? Why is he there? 
so he eventually saw me. I had to go through his son first, and his son was very, very aggressive. Kind of kicked me out of his office. I'm, not gonna, I'm still going to come back tomorrow. Because I, I believed so- in that whole dream kind of thing. So how many times did you go back to the office before you actually connected? Seven. 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 I, I'll never and were you seven. just like waiting? I'm sorry. Were you waiting to run into him? Is that what you were doing? That's what I was trying to do. Because I, I had nothing better to do. So I'd sit there the whole day. And the, the whole day? Was, oh, yeah, yeah. I had nothing to do. You know, that, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm thinking like an athlete. So I'm like... This is training. Sit. If he shows up, he shows up. If he doesn't show up, it's not really a a loss. Not yet. We'll come back tomorrow. And so you finally got in the room with him. And what did you say? I said to him, here's the situation. I thought I was going to be this soccer player. I graduated as Muhammad. No one wants to talk to me. I'm not really after money. But I think I like real estate, and I'm not sure why. Why don't you just try me? That's exactly what I said. He sat down, he's like, try you in what? I'm like, I don't really care in anything. That's exactly how it happened. And he said, yeah, sure. Come back tomorrow. And what happened then? Then we started. Then, Then I worked. I started also consulting at that time. He helped me get to this job in consulting. So he's like, I'll help you. I'll become your mentor. You don't have to tell anyone that I'm your mentor. You don't have to intern over here. The best thing for you to do is to go work for this person. Go work for this person because I know this person. And in the meantime, you will get access to me all the time because you're working for this person. And this is how I'm going to mentor you. And that's how the relationship started. And for years and years and years, I was like, I, I, I get to see him every single day. Look, there, there was a time, I, I always say this, like there was a time that I would actually take his charitable, the charity con- uh, contribution checks to the synagogues. And back then we just worked on checks. So it was, it was so cool to drive up to a synagogue as a Muhammad post 9-11 and say, hey, here's your check. Have a good day. It was, it was just so human. There's something so human about that, uh, that, that I really enjoyed. Your bio says that in 2002, you started working in low-income housing projects before you became a managing partner in one of the leading, was it real estate consulting practices in, in yes, Atlanta? It was, a, it was a tax. It was a tax real estate consulting business, correct. I was fortunate enough, again, when I met with the, the lower-income housing tax credits, I was working with two developers, basically, or, or three that are now that are huge, and I got to see the value of real estate through them. So we would go into these cities that are completely just torn down, and the idea was very simple: if you go in, rebuild this section of the city, you're going to get a tax break. That's just the simple, the simple law. And I would watch the whole project. I was like, wow, we just built a city for all those people. That is so cool. That's, that's when I really fell in love with real estate. When you can see what real estate does to people's lives. From then on, all the way up until 2012, that, that, that's all I worked on. 
MK, do you have any advice for our young listeners as to how they should seek out and cultivate a mentor or mentors in their lives? You just got to keep trying. Like, you know, we're today, we give up too fast on anything. We, we call it a pivot. We call it this or that. But no one wants to put in the real effort. You know, I just sit there every day for seven days a week, not knowing what the outcome is. If you know what you want for now, if you know who you want to talk to as your mentor for now, then just go sit out there. Just go sit out for, for hours. So what if you get rejected? Who cares? Today, rejection is so overrated. We talk about it like, but I'm not going to sit there and wait. No, you are going to sit there and wait if you care that much. But what if he doesn't st- talk to me, if he didn't see me? Who cares? It's what you want to do. No one, no one told you to go with that. It. It's what you want to do. So it's just a lot of self-awareness, a lot of honesty about yourself. And then just go out there and do it. Fight for it. It sounds like you did research into who you wanted to become your mentor. Is that like the first step that they should take is to find out sort of who the best in whatever that industry might be is you know, and then so seek the them out? You know, it's not so much about the best. What you should do is if you figure out, if you sit by yourself and be honest about who you are and what do you want from that mentor or that internship or that company? And once you find that person that you, he or she, that you are attracted to, then go to them and never give up. That, that's the thing. See, again, today, today, it goes back to that, like, but I'm not going to go sit there. I don't know what I should do. No, you do know what you should do. You know, today it's just, it's just different. Like you should, to seek out a mentor, a mentor is a very big thing in your life. But you have to figure out what type of mentor you want. Not a book, not your parents, not your friends, not your girlfriend. You have to figure out what, what's that gap that you have that he can fulfill for you. And if you fall in love with that one mentor, man, just go fight for it. I love this advice. And I'll tell you why, because this really does touch on what you were sharing in our Espresso Shots episode. And check out show notes to see if Mohammed's Espresso Shots episode has already dropped. But you were talking about the importance, one of the most important qualities that you look for in young people is their grit. And the fact that you said like the best, some of the best advice that you could give young people today is to find ways to fail a lot now. And I was like, what? Find ways to fail. But think about it. If somebody who's influential has a young person who is showing up in their office every single day, waiting all day long to meet with you. Despite the fact that the receptionist is saying, I'm sorry, he's, you know, he or she is not coming in today. 
there's no openings on their schedule and you're like, that's okay. I'll just wait right here. That's fine. And you bring your sandwich or whatever it is. and You just sit there. Now, granted, it's the coronavirus, so <laughs> not so easy, but we're talking about post-coronavirus. Let's, let's be realistic here. And you'll find out from your receptionist, because trust me, they're going to say, there's this kid that like has been here for the last eight days saying that they just want 10 minutes of your time. And they, they're here all day. You're going to be curious. You're going to want to meet this person because we are looking for young people who are hardworking, who are dedicated, who are going to bust their butt and who have grit. Exactly. You know, you know what it is, is that these attributes are so, so important. No one is going to go out there with a solution, whether you have a network or whether you're privileged or underprivileged, no one knows what tomorrow is. You know, it seems like we're, you know, today we're like, can I do this to guarantee that? That's not how life works. No, you can't do that to guarantee that. You can do that. But if you get an L, who cares? Go for the next one. We're so much more fragile today when we talk about that. So what? If you lose, so what? When on the next one. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.